Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me and the episode you've all been waiting for, the album review of Speak Now Taylor's version. I cannot believe we're finally here. This is so awesome. I'm so excited. I am, as usual, in my Fiat, in my car, just kind of recording and having a fun time. I actually made this really fun, like, sparkly lavender uh, lemonade, vodka lemonade, and it's very good. And it looks more purple in real life, but I tried to take, like, videos for Instagram, and it was very sparkly, but, like, didn't look purple, which is fine. It's very fun and lavender and beautiful in real life, and I'm having the best time. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. This is crazy. Um, first of all, to begin this episode, the album drops in like 10 minutes, um, but to begin this episode, oh my goodness, thank you so much for your support on Countdown to Speak Now, Taylor's version. Absolutely nuts, wild, crazy, insane, and beautiful, enchanting, all of that. Um, I don't know what to say about this project besides the fact that I love it, I love you, and I am so proud of it. Um, I've never done, like, anything like this on the podcast before. It's crazy, and y'all have been so insanely supportive. I've gotten so many more followers, so many people saying how much they loved it. It's just been an absolute success. Somebody made a reel on Instagram with my intro music, um, which is crazy because I was hoping that it wouldn't sound hokey. Apparently it didn't. People, like, <laughs> I don't know. People loved it. And everyone has been so supportive of the episodes and has been loving them, sharing them. Thank you so much to all the guests who have been coming on. They have been so nice sharing everything and being so supportive themselves. And so just this project has been magical and amazing and absolutely crazy. And so thank you. I, it makes me want to do stuff for more albums uh, in the future. So maybe stay tuned for that because I really kind of want to start doing that um, as a regular thing. It's a lot of work, but it was so fun and so worth it. Um, what else happened today? Oh, a merch drop. Taylor's team merch dropped and they dropped some Speed Now merch. I got some. I ended up kind of just going with the more basic stuff, even though some of the designs were really pretty. I ended up just going with a cover, um, the album cover on the t-shirt, and then that oversized Enchanted shirt I've been looking at forever, um, and so I decided that I wanted to do that because that just sounded fun. I wanted to get that one, so I got free shipping and all of that, which is great, so that's exciting, but anyway, just a little reflection on Speak Now before we get Speak Now Taylor's version. This is my favorite Taylor Swift album. It's purple, it's sparkly, which is basically who I am as a person. Um, it came out when I was about 11, and I am now 23. Um, having a little drinky drink, um, with this album and recording a whole review of it, which is absolutely insane. Never thought I'd have anything any sort of, like, platform like this, which I don't, I'm not a big, like, star, like, podcaster, like, the majority of the planet does not know me, but I never imagined when I was a little girl, like, being able to podcast about Taylor Swift, like, <laughs> what the heck, and so that's super fun, and it's actually the first album review that I have done since seeing Taylor live for the first time, which is very fitting. All the stars are aligning with this album and how it is coming out like how everything is working out um because favorite album purple sparkly beautiful I've got all these fabulous guests coming on and then it's the first album review that I've done since I have seen Taylor live and I really feel like speak now was is my favorite album but like it's the album that I really fell in love with Taylor's live show because I saw the sparks fly music video which was like all this amazing stuff and then I saw tour video like the world tour and oh my gosh it just made me feel like I was in a fairy tale which was her goal and so just a fabulous album so excited to review it oh my gosh I just cannot believe it I am just so excited um so if you enjoy this episode if you have enjoyed any of the countdown to speak now Taylor's versions episodes please subscribe to my podcast follow me on social media I so love hearing from y'all and these past few days have just been 
So exciting, unbelievably thrilling, and just amazing. So yeah, what am I expecting from this album? I'm expecting pure magic. Cannot wait to hear her collab with Haley Williams. I cannot wait to hear her collab with Fallout Boy. And I'm really excited to hear my favorite album just kind of in high definition, just celebrated and so beautiful. And so I am very excited. So I'm going to wait like 10 minutes till the album drops and I will be back with you. Alrighty, track one is mine. Holy cow. That that first uh-uh-uh, oh my gosh, so pretty, just got me in the mood right away. Like, how can that happen? Just like a vocal line and then you're just boom, like boom, speak now. Here we are. Oh, what a what a great opening track. Oh my gosh, I love, this is just bringing my love for mine. Mine used to be it still is one of my favorite videos of all time that Taylor Swift has ever done. Um, and I realized I kind of sounded like a certain person at the 2009 VMAs when I said that. But, oh my gosh, what a good album opener. Wow. Um, her strong vocals, hello, we love you. Um, the choked guitar strums were just shining and beautiful. Um, the way she says mine just throughout the song is so pretty. Um, I also really love the part where she says flash forward because it sounded like I don't know very enunciated but very like energetic and just had this energy behind it um and it was a really good phrasing I guess it just kind of like stood out I was like oh okay um the bridge I loved it so intense the way she said every time I look at you I don't know what that was about that but absolutely beautiful gosh the song is amazing and also is it just me or was the end very echoey i love that i thought it was very like fade and we're gonna like transition to the next song oh my gosh this is just making me so happy so oh my gosh sparks flies next okay i gotta go i'm gonna listen to that song and i'm gonna come freak out about it with y'all <laughs> all right like i already mentioned the next track is sparks fly <laughs> okay this is awesome the opening Oh, so good, so good, so good, and the drum hit just makes you just want to dance, which I did in my car. Um, wow, her voice sounded different in this one, actually. Like, I could notice a difference, and I really liked it. I feel like it was more, like, mature, but also still very into the song. Um, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it sounded different to me, like an intelligible difference, but I loved it, um, so that was great because this is one of my favorite songs. Actually, probably... I would say my favorite song ever of Taylor Swift's. I'm not sure. But anyway, I love the close enough to hope you couldn't see what I was thinking of part because it just kind of gave me a little bit of chill. Um, and I think it was because of the way she sang it. Like, that was awesome. And the get me with those green eyes part was very well enunciated. I actually had a hard time understanding that line in the originals. I was like, what is she saying? And so this, I mean, I know the lyrics now, but I can definitely tell what she's saying, which is great. Um... So that was awesome. And then my mind forgets to remind me. Sounds more flirty in this version. So I love that. That's fun. Um, and even better than you imagined I would be. Has some note changes I think in it. That I really loved in the bridge. So awesome. So like hard hitting. Just wonderful. Amazing. Honestly I feel like she's singing this song in retrospect of like what love is. Not that a 20 year old cannot find out what love is like I'm not saying that but she has more experience now and I just kind of feel like she's singing from a place of like I know what this feels like and so it's great she just posted on Twitter let me go read that um in a sec um and then we're going to move on to back to December oh I'm gonna cry okay I'll be back all right that was back to December and yep we have got my first track that I cried to on the album <laughs> this is just such a oh my gosh this song um it's crazy but um yeah uh it was really good I'm sorry I can't get control of myself it's just such a sad song just uh so beautiful and it was great like beautifully recorded I can't I can't speak and the part where she says the last time you saw me is still burned in the back of your mind she sounds so emotional like she sounded like she was holding back like like she had something in her throat like holding back tears or something I don't know it just really surprised me and her voice really sounds very close to the original in this one very just stronger you know um was there a bell or a chime or something after the chorus that wasn't there before um or maybe it's more pronounced now because that was cool it kind of reminded me of haunted it's like I'm haunted by um 
how this ended, I guess. I don't know. I'm, like, now assigning meaning to the song that might not have that meaning. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, her All I Gave You Was Goodbye was so heartbreaking. Um, and then also, If the Chain Is On Your Door, I Understand, sounded so quiet and small and really understanding, actually. Like, gosh, it was just beautiful and humble and what an apology should be. And I don't know, this this song is so emotional, but um, yeah, I feel like in this album, I'm really noticing different inflections and different lines and just, they're hitting me in a different way. So I'm loving this. This is great. All right, the next track is Speak Now, and I normally go in kind of chronological order, but the first thing I'm going to say, the laugh. The laugh, the laugh, the laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was cute. It was like stronger and more like hearty and really like oh my gosh it just makes me feel like she has so much fun recording this record and it's so fun so I loved it the opening guitar just makes me want to get out my guitar and start playing this song um which I might do later on uh this range vocal range makes her voice sound so young and it's really fun really cute again the enunciation in this one is great there were a couple of lines in the original where I was a little bit like what is she saying I was 10 when it came out <laughs> so maybe that's part of it um or 11 when it came out but um I feel like I can really like understand what she's saying now um and the guitar after the first chorus that does the little like riff sounds muddier in this one it's really cool I like it um I love the little first like the little detail guitar um it's fun and then the don't you is really cute and the I'm only looking at you line is really drawn out it's very sweet sounding um it sounds very dedicated again like she it's not a fantasy anymore she like really knows what it's like to like stick by somebody and to love them no matter what even if they're about to walk down the aisle um and so I feel like this album is really taking on a new meaning of like um how it drew me in when I was 11 um it was all fairy tale and it was all like woo and now me as a listener have gone through I mean you know I'm 23 and you know I haven't dated very much but I have had a lot more experience than when I was 11 and so as a listener I feel like to me these aren't as much fairy tales as they used to be and again Taylor also said that when she was recording this album she was recording an album that was kind of fantasy to her when she wrote it and now she's coming back and she's realizing oh there's so many layers to this and this is really kind of something special and really something that I have experienced now in my life and so it's kind of weird thinking that she went back with that new perception and I came back with that new perspective and here we are just like this album holds so much meaning and it's so fun here it re-recorded so yeah all right the fifth track is Dear John another crying one oh my gosh such a sad track five um the guitar strumming on this one I feel like is a lot more front facing like forward in the instrumentation um I say that like I know what I'm talking about like I'm a musical artist but no um it's a lot more prominent uh whereas in the original it was more in my mind in the background so I feel like that's a neat change I like that I kind of feel okay I love to assign symbolism to things that might not be symbolic but I kind of like it it feels like Taylor because I feel like that guitar strumming is Taylor and then that little is more um the influence of whoever she's singing about and I feel like the guitar strumming being a little more um prominent in this track is kind of like Taylor reclaiming her um I don't know just kind of like it's a better balance of the two styles I don't even know if that makes sense I don't know if that's even supposed to be what it's about but for me I love to find meaning in stuff that has no meaning <laughs> so anyway I liked it I thought it was great um I feel like there was some note changes in there somewhere um amongst the song um the I was fine is really pretty uh her low notes are to die for absolutely love it I love her just her low range it's amazing the complexity of the instruments in this track okay it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's so, like, that's something I love about this whole album, is I feel like the way the instruments play together just adds so many layers to the music. So much, um, like, playfulness, so much, like, depth and layers, and I don't know how to say it, 
but I really, really love it, and especially on this track, it's great, um, and then I cannot believe how she wrote all these songs herself, like, that's something I could go over and over and over again, but what in the world, how does she write that by herself, no one helped her, it was her own, what, like, all of these songs, it's crazy, it's absolutely insane, it's nuts, I can't believe it, and I am just completely blown away, every, like, I was listening to the song, and then I was like, oh my gosh, from, like, the ages, like, 18 to 19 to 20 or whatever however old she was when she wrote this around that age she wrote all of these songs by herself I could not do that I'm 23 I mean I'm not Taylor Swift but I'm 23 I could not do that um so that's nuts um but back to the track um the I should have known before the bridge was very emotional sounding it sounded like there was a quiver in her voice like she, like it's more looking back and more regret um from even from like a 32 year old which is how she was when she recorded this from that perspective I mean it really kind of reminds me of what it could have should have I'm not the only person thinking that <laughs> and I just think that I don't know there's like a deeper I don't know the fact that she's matured and she's still like I should have known and it even comes out more emotional than it came out in the other in the original is crazy that long note was perfect so good so beautiful so powerful i feel like this song was just for me it wasn't as angry as it was on the original it was more sad and like almost like she was sad for her younger self like you should have run you should have known like i should have known and that messed me up and blah blah, blah. and i just feel like to me that makes the song even more poignant because it's just like you're getting new depth to these songs and for me if you take a beautiful song and you add even more depth to it i'm immediately just gonna be like what is going on and i love it so all right the next track is mean i was so looking forward to hearing this one because it's so country it's an instant dance party song i love it total country quality of this track is so lovable so cute so perfect and i loved it it was great. It was really good re-record. The drums were louder, which I thought was great. And I love how country it is. Have I mentioned that? Because I loved it. Um, I think it's so cool. Honestly, I was kind of just like thinking about like, oh, the instruments, whatever. And again, assign depth to something. Um, because I just, I love having depth in music and adding another layer to it and these records really have added a layer to um these songs and so something I was thinking about when I was listening to this just bopping along just thinking how cute um was it's so cool that Taylor is singing this from a perspective where now she lives in a big city she is the biggest she's ever been in her entire career she's on top of the world almost literally and it's just it's insane because she's this I feel like she's the same person but I don't know. It's kind of almost like she's proved. I mean, I'm not saying that people don't get to her. I'm sure they do. And people, you know, with bigger fame comes bigger haters, bigger criticism, more people commenting on your life, all of that. But um, I feel like she almost in a way came back to the song and her younger self kind of proved her right. Like, I'm going to be living in a big old city. I'm going to be like big enough so you can't hit me um and I am you're still gonna be mean like there's still gonna be mean people but I know I'm gonna be successful in spite of them and she is and I don't know it just it makes the song even better in my opinion so that's great um the you don't know what you don't know was perfection I loved it it just sounded great it was just like boom mic drop it was awesome. And the, and the liar, empathetic, and alone and laughing mean. That part was so good. It was so good. Um, and the isolated vocals, I've always loved those. The little, like, choked kind of banjo-y guitar, like, kind of percussion behind her vocals. And then all the harmonies just was, it's something that I feel is very iconic. And so I was really looking forward to her redoing that. And she redid it very, very well. So I love this song. Super fun. Alright, the next track is Story of Us. Okay, these guitars are definitely grittier than the original, which I like. Her low vocals, again, are amazing. I love the rock sound of the song. I've always loved the rock sound of the song, but this one had a special kind of energy, a special kind of um, 
playfulness to it. It was great. It sounded like she had a ton of fun with it. The next chapter, um, the next chapter, you know, part was so cute. It sounded kind of sassy, but like in a different way than the original, because I feel like the original was more like next chapter. Like let's tell this whole story and just get it over with. And this one was just kind of like next chapter, like we're, we're moving on. Like, let's go. Um, and I loved it. It was, it was so fun. It was so cute. Um, eh, this song was such a party. I was really just head baking head banging sorry um I'm honestly sweating my booty off in my car right now like I'm so happy that this album was dropped in the summer because I feel like it's super fun and exciting but it's in July in Alabama in Mobile Alabama I am sweating my butt off and it's okay because we love this album <laughs> but no I'm seriously sweating I'm gonna have to go shower like uh, after I'm done with this but anyway long story short this song was such a party so energetic just the energy behind it the bridge my was my absolute favorite part the high notes had such energy so fun she sounded just amazing and then the end was just like the end like that's it like moving on um it honestly kind of sounded like something like a song she's just like I just need to address this you made me feel like so bad I saw you in public you were ignoring me I was ignoring you blah 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 blah, blah. and so she was just like like, oh my gosh, hurt my feelings, and then she's like, and that's it, okay, cool, like, that's all I gotta say, I just need to get this off my chest, uh, the end, let's move on to Never Grow Up, but yeah, wow, what a good song, I love that song, no appreciation for the song because of that re-recording, because wow, it sounded so fabulous. Okay, the next track was Never Grow Up, um, another one where I cried, um, the guitar in this one, oh, her vocals, oh, like, everything is so gorgeous, um, the low notes in her vocals are rich, they're beautiful, um, they're stunning, I love them, the high ones, they sound really angelic, light, airy, they sound very sweet, um, and it just, it's a very beautiful contrast, and the ready for school part, um when she sings that it sounded like she was gonna cry and that's just uh it just again this album feels like she's looking back and she's reminiscing and there's nothing like than a little nostalgia and so I feel like this album just feels nostalgic um like she's singing from a place of nostalgia um and then the part I just realized everything I have is someday gonna be gone that's the part where I lost it because then she chronicles like I'm in my new apartment I'm growing up all this stuff should be exciting and I just don't want to do it like I don't want to grow up I don't want whatever and as um, a 23-year-old who hasn't, <laughs> hasn't moved out to her new apartment, um, but who is growing up nonetheless and everything. It's just, it can be hard sometimes. I love adulthood. I'm just going to say it. I'm not one of those people who's like, growing up stinks and I hate it and whatever. I really feel like I've blossomed in adulthood. I feel like I love being 23. I'm going to be 24 in a month. I just, I do love it, but there are those moments where you're just like, wow, if only I could be a kid again, and if only I could do this again, and just kind of not have these responsibilities, or not have these worries, or not have these expectations for life, and whatever, it was just so easy when I was younger, and I I don't know, especially listening to this album, and listening to it from a point where I am 23, almost 24, and I'm like, wow, that... I'm looking at it completely differently. I love it just as much, but I'm listening to it in a place of realism rather than fantasy. And part of me is like, dang, I want to look back on it with fantasy. I don't want to know what this feels like. I don't want to know what that feels like and whatever. But the next track, Enchanted, I do want to know what that feels like. And I feel like I kind of do, but we'll just see. Um, but anyway, that is next. So let me go listen to that. All right, the next track was Enchanted. Her voice throughout the whole track was gorgeous. I have always loved the glowy kind of backing instrumentation on this track. I just, that is something if I were to make music, I would want some glowy stuff in the background, some sparkly, glittery little tracks in the background. I feel like it's great. Um, to think I've heard this live before, honestly, hit me in the middle of the song. Gave me chills, even though I am absolutely sweating my booty off as we have established um the build up um to the chorus and the build up to the bridge were both amazing i loved the backing guitar um after the first chorus the kind of like just strumming like tr 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 that sounds a little rockier after the first chorus than it did in the original which i like i like that you know just kind of like intense 
emotions can still sound so pretty. Um, and I still adore the word Wonderstruck. I want to put it on everything. I want to wear the perfume. Wore it today, actually. Um, and I still love the fact that she says I'm Wonderstruck. I just, it hits me every time. The guitar leading down to the bridge. Yes. The you, you know, I don't need to keep imitating the guitar. Um, it was great. I love that one. And I just, oh my gosh, her held out note was so amazing. I just, I really love this song. I love to think that you can meet somebody and then just be enchanted to meet them. And just think like how insane that emotion can be. And just be like, I love the fact where she's like, as I was leaving too soon. It's like, aww. That's just so, so sweet. Like, I want to meet that person where I'm like, oh, like anytime I'm leaving is going to be too soon. And like, I wanted to tell you how enchanted I was to meet you. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This, this song has hit me in a different way and it's great. I loved it. The only thing that I wish I had was the part where she says, please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody waiting on you. In the old version, it says um, have somebody waiting on you, and it, like, did you, you, like, an echo, and this one, I don't think it did, I'm actually gonna back it up a little bit right now and just make sure, but I don't think it did, yeah, it didn't, and I missed that, I will say, I noticed that right away, and I was kind of like, oh, like, they didn't do that, but, that's my only complaint about this song, which, I mean, how can you complain about Enchanted? But, um, besides that, I loved the song. Alright, the next track was Better Than Revenge. Okay, so the go stand in the corner and think about what you did was perfect. I loved it so much. I love that the distorted vocals are, like, brought forward. They're more present. It sounds more kind of taunting. It sounds great. It just sounds kind of super sarcastic and energetic. I love this song. So glad she re-recorded it. Seriously. Um, the laughs were awesome. Everything was good. I loved it. Now, let's talk about the line change because I know everyone is thinking, what do you think about the line change? I even had a friend text me, like, a, a while ago <laughs> that's like what do you think about the line change and I hadn't made it yet so I'm gonna text her back but I honestly am a fan I'm a fan and let me explain why I have never necessarily been completely comfortable with the line about you know we know the line we're talking about and I mean this album was released when I was 11 guys and I was just singing the song one day and my sister was like don't sing that don't sing that. And I literally didn't know what I was singing. And then, you know, once I realized I, like, when I was older, it just never felt comfortable to me because she was talking about somebody else, you know? And I don't know. It just never felt like, it never felt like something I wanted to sing. I wanted to scream out or necessarily, like, you know, sing. And this about, you know, he was a moth to the flame. She was holding the matches. I would scream that, like, whatever like that doesn't have any ulterior meaning like it's just it is what it is and I just feel more comfortable with it honestly and you can call me a prude you can call me whatever you want to call me but I'm more comfortable with this line and I just hope that Taylor changed it because of her own comfort level not necessarily because she wanted to please people I want her to do what she wants with her work if she kept in the other line I wouldn't have been like oh my gosh how dare you I'm not one of those people you know, I'm not about, like, oh, you're, you know, shaming this girl. I'm more like, I just don't really want to sing that. Um, and so I would just, I mean, I think I changed it when I was younger to, like, she's better known for the things that she does in that tight dress or something. <laughs> um, and I, I like the line change. I think it's good. I enjoy it. It makes the song better for me. And I loved the instrumentation in the song. Oh my gosh, it's such a, an energetic song. I love how rocky, like rock it is. It's completely like just pounding and just like, I'm not going to let up. I'm so listening to this on full blast in the car tomorrow. Happy Friday to me. Um, yeah, I loved this song. I, I thought it was great. And her vocals sounded good. Like, I mean, her vocals always sound good. I'm not saying and her vocals actually sounded good. But no, her vocals sounded great. I love the vocalizing the chorus. It is the best. The, um, I'm not going to sing it, but you know, the part where she like vocalizes and it just sounded great. 
Um, I'm a huge fan of the song. I'm so, I was so upset when there was that whole debate about like, oh, is she going to re-record it? And people were like, don't re-record it. You know better now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, y'all. And you've heard this with guests that I've had on for Countdown to Speak Now, Taylor's version. You've heard my thoughts on Better Than Revenge. I want her to re-record it. And she did. Knocked it out of the park. I felt like it was good. I felt like it was great. I felt like it exceeded my expectations. And I am 100% happy with this song. So that is my stance on that. Alright, the next track is Innocent. Another crying one for me. Um, oh my gosh. There's more of that glowy instrumental that I really, really love in this one. Um, overall, it's just such a powerful song. And I think this re-recording made it even more powerful. Honestly, there were some parts, like, I got so immersed in the song. There were some parts where I really felt like I was listening to the old one. Um... I love this song. I really do. I honestly didn't really have that much, like, love for it. Like, I didn't have hate for it, but, you know, I just didn't, like, necessarily think about it too much um, before this. But this rendition, this, like, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds so close to the original, but for some reason it's just hitting me super hard. Like, ugh. I love that it talks about second chances. I love that it assumes the best of people. There's some sort of innocence that it just holds. I mean, not no pun intended, but it just innocent. It is innocent. And I love that it, it's just so, so sweet. It's just extending such grace to people. And I feel like we all need that. And we all need to feel like we are still worth it. And we're still, you know, um, we're not our mistakes and everything and so I'm not going to turn this into like some sort of lesson or whatever but oh my gosh um the drums the drums I screamed like in in the bridge oh my gosh the drums were insane it's crazy um yeah and then where I lost it was that guitar riff um I stopped crying why am I crying that guitar riff oh my gosh that little like thing where she says you're still an innocent and then it the guitar goes off um you'll have to listen to it because I'm not going to sing the guitar riff like I did last time um but no that just it's just a message of hope and like the part where it builds up and then she's like it's all right just I've been crying so I don't need to sing but you know after the bridge and everything um just god it just really got me it's just so like powerful I want her to sing this live so bad, um, with full production and everything, because it's just so gorgeous. Wow. I didn't expect this song to hit me as hard, and it really did. The next track is Haunted. Oh my gosh. Holy cow, that intro. Oh my, oh, this song blew me away. Blew me away so, so well. Oh my gosh. I don't even know if that's, <laughs> that's not a phrase. Um, I love the vocals, the echo oh my gosh, the echo is so good, and it makes me want to just whip out an electric guitar and, like, go to town. It seriously makes me want to just rock out, sing at the top of my lungs. Um, I'm definitely playing this in the car, like, top volume on the way home or on the way to work, like, whenever, on the way, wherever I'm going for the next 10 centuries. This song, oh my gosh, this is one of my favorites. Um, I love this one. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know. This blew the other one out of the water, in my opinion. Um, her vocals, that long note, Oh my gosh, I've tried that long note in the car and in my room and like wherever I am when that song comes on, I've tried it and it's so hard. Sometimes I can like hold it out and hit it and other times if I'm just not ready, um, I can't. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, this one is so, wow, wow. Like I don't even know what to say. This is a crazy one. This is, just makes me, it, it feels so much heavier. It really does. I feel like all of these songs in Speak Now are very much intensified because of her life experience and her vocals. Like, her ability to sing has gotten even better over time. And her understanding of the emotions she wrote about is now, like, ten times what she had first thought when she was even writing about it. So she's able to portray these songs in such a good way, in such a more powerful way. So every song is really hitting me, like, what? What? Like, it just feels like enchanted is like oh my gosh I was enchanted to meet you and this one is like oh my gosh I was like 
I just feel so much more intensified. I don't know how how to explain that without just screaming about the songs. Um, that one was nuts. That was crazy. She really just went hard. She's like, hey, let's let's do this one and let's make it really, really, really like hard hitting and just a rock song and I love it. I also need a Taylor Swift rock album, please and thank you. Alright, the next track was Last Kiss. I love that the intro is still 27 seconds. That is very um, nostalgic, very appropriate. Uh, her vocals are so breathy. They're so beautiful. Um, this did feel very close to the original, and I love that. The little shimmers at the end of the first chorus, they were there in the original. They were there this time, even more prominently, and they are making my life. I love sparkles, love shimmers, love anything like that. Um, that shaky breath, I know people were like, oh, is she going to do the shaky breath, whatever. It's not there, and I think that's appropriate for the reminiscing aspect of the song, the time in which it was recorded, all of that. Um, and so I don't mind that. I'm not like, oh my gosh, everything has to be the same, exactly the same, because, I mean... I don't know like I don't really care about that I feel like it was so beautiful I love the glowy like this whole album just has this echoey glowy beautiful aesthetic to it and I love it um and the song definitely had that it's such a slow like sad this kind of song and I don't know I'm just kind of like wow um it just it just makes me feel like I don't know very very proud of her and very um I don't know just it makes me reminisce so very good song i loved it i thought it was great and july 9th it's coming up we'll see what happens then i don't have any predictions i know people are like music video or something i hope i definitely hope but um you know who knows july 9th we'll see but beautiful song all right the next track was long live this was even more magical this time around. It really was. Gosh, cried during part of it. The separation between the verse and the chorus made the song feel even more powerful. So after the verse, like it builds up and then it stops and then she's like, long live. And it just, oh, it's it felt so good, like so powerful. Like I was at the concert and just like was dancing around like crazy. Um, the this is absurd part love that part personal favorite of mine uh the background vocals in the bridge okay that sounded exactly the same as the original which i loved it's almost like little taylor was harmonizing with herself re-recording this not actually but um can you tell that i like to assign meaning where there probably is none and how emotional and nostalgic and like weird i get with this song with like all these songs on speak now like i i don't know if any other album reviews I know I've said I don't want to speak for Taylor but this is what I think but I don't know that any other album reviews I've really been like hey this feels like this like I don't know if I've really been like hey I feel like this represents this and then I'm like probably not you're probably the only person to think that um but no this song is for the fans it's so good so beautiful and I loved it. I am wearing right now my Speak Now bracelets, uh, a rubber one, and then one of those that says Speak Now Taylor Swift on it that I do not know how to tie, even though I know there is a video out there of Taylor when she was like 16 telling us how to tie these bracelets. I do not know how to do it. I will never know how to do it, but again, I am wearing these bracelets to kind of represent, and for some reason, it just felt even more special wearing these bracelets, listening to Long Live because, you know, it's been a while. It's been like 13 years since she's recorded this album and I just feel like, um, it's crazy. I feel like it's nuts that there's some of, some people still here 13 years later who have been through this album cycle with her the first time and here they are the second time and it just, it's like even better because, you know, in part of the song she was writing to her band and writing to her fans whatever just like you know if I'm forced to quit let's just like I'll quit but like remember this and I feel like there's several moments in her career where she's felt like she might stop making music you know with Lover she was like this is probably the most amount of fame I'll ever get to achieve in my lifetime when people can tolerate me um she was wrong about that and we're glad about that but um yeah and just to see how much it's grown from Speak Now has just made the song even more powerful. So just considering where she is right now, 
where she's like the crowds went wild I'm like literally yes literally like everyone at like every show is sold out and every like person is screaming and just having the time of your life like this song being released when the Eras tour is like this global sensation is just on a different level than I would have I don't know I think it makes the song hit harder because it, it, it really does encapsulate so much of what's going on right now even though it was written 13 years ago it's crazy so that's what I love these songs I mean not to do a pun on the vault track timeless which we haven't heard yet um but these songs really are timeless and I feel like they they still hold they still stand so much I feel like there's so many songs that I'm like yeah this one sounds even like it it sounds true today and I don't know I'm just I'm, I'm rambling at this point but the song was amazing and this whole album you know we're getting into like the bonus tracks and everything right now like the little deluxe ones and then we're gonna get into the vault tracks but the core of this album is crazy and I am just so blown away by this re-recording the cover art the everything about this the packaging the just everything about this album has just completely blown me away and I'm so picky because this is my favorite album and I'm I'm so happy like I'm gonna start crying I'm so happy that I feel so good about this album because it is my favorite it is something that I'm just like so attached to and so I am just so incredibly happy that I can't think of another word I'm enchanted I'm wonderstruck by this album um I'm so glad that I love it as much as I do because I, I really really do and I just, I love it so much, and it's, it's just, she did such a good job, so let's get into the other tracks. All right, the next track is ours, um, that is another one of my personal favorites. Right when it started, it brought me back right to watching the premiere of the music video, which is another one of my favorites. I've, I view mine and ours as a very parallel, um, timelines and storylines and those two songs I highly um relate to one another and I just feel like this is just mine part two you know I love it um I just this is pure nostalgia for me this song is so good I'm getting emotional I'm not like even gonna like cry about it but I'm just this song is so sweet and so I feel like it was made to be nostalgic like it was a nostalgic song to begin with I'm not just in my overly nostalgic nature just being like oh my gosh you know but I feel like it was made to be just like make you laugh make you grin and make you just like smile and think about like the good times and I love that I just I do and her laugh her little giggle uh was great I love the little I've always loved the little breakdown between the um kind of louder part of the bridge versus the um softer part of the bridge where she starts with I love the gap between your teeth um I've always loved that little breakdown this song felt very true to the original very very um you know just like an HD version of the original version and I loved it I feel like her voice is great and she had this playfulness about her and the songwriting is great I love the song the um lyrics um your hands are tough but they are where mine belong is it tough or rough here your hands are tough i think it's tough i hope i'm getting that right but i like that line (laughs) whatever it is i love that line and i think it's great and just really beautiful and it's just kind of like i don't care what people think it's it's ours like this love is ours and it's no one else's business so just a really beautiful simple pure song all right, the next track um, was Superman. I love the guitar on this one. I've always loved the guitar on this one. Um, again, it sounds like a very sparkly, simple, fun song. It's not simple. It has a lot of layers, but it just feels like a cute song. Her voice sounds very young in this one, which I love. Again, I think it's the range like it was in Speak Now, how I mentioned. Uh, it's super energetic. I love, 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 love this one. This is one that I will and I have danced around my room to. Um, it's also one that I've assigned to guys that have been like oh you're superman and then you know they're not um superman um (laughs) but it's it's such a good song i love it i love the phase of love when you feel like this person can do no wrong you know (laughs) i mean it might not be the healthiest but i love that kind of honeymoon stage where you're just like i'm ignoring everything they're saying because like oh this guy is just like so 
amazing and so beautiful and whatever um maybe it's not the healthiest maybe it's not the best but there is some sort of magic in that in this just like I am just obsessed and so in awe of this person and so in awe that I think that they are Superman I I think it's a very pure feeling um and I just I very much enjoy this song so we are getting to the vault tracks um so let me read them electric touch featuring fallout boy when Emma falls in love I can see you Castles Crumbling featuring Haley Williams, Foolish One, and Timeless. Now, I have claimed Timeless because on social media, people are like, what songs are you claiming? Blah, 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 blah. I decided that I am going to claim Timeless, so we'll see. I don't know. I might just switch and be like, oh my gosh, no, but we'll see. I'm very excited to listen to these. Like, I'm very, very, very excited. I keep talking because I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm very excited, but I'm scared. Okay, deep breaths. I'll tell you what I think in a sec. All right. The first vault track is down. Um, Electric Touch featuring Fallout Boy. A very 2000s rock, which is one of my favorite genres, which I don't know if that's an actual genre, but we all know what I'm talking about. I loved, I love this song. Um, her lower range, fabulous. Love it. Um, I love that Aaron Dessner produced this. I, I don't know. I always just associate him with like folklore evermore, all of that. And to hear this, I was like, oh, cool. You know? Um, okay. So the line, all I know is this could break my heart or bring it back to life. (sighs) It's such a guessing game when it comes to love. It really is. It's so, you never know if this is going to be the time when it works out or if it's just going to be another colossal failure. Um, to put it briefly and lightly. Um, I love the Fall Out Boy's vocals. I, I, okay, his line, I'm trying hard not to look like I'm trying because every time I tried hard for love, it fell apart. What? Like, yes. Yes. Because every, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable for a sec. Every single time that I feel like I've tried for a guy, I've, like, put in effort, showed that I cared because, you know, I've done that thing where I'm, like, hard to get, all of that, but every time I've literally just put it out there, showered him with praise, gave him gifts, complimented him every chance I got, you know, like, cared, and really asked him, how are you doing, what's going on, like, whatever, I feel like I just got kind of a lukewarm response, or I got a warm response, and then all of a sudden it stopped, I don't know what happened, I really don't know. I never know, but, um, they're just not the ones, I guess, but that line, just, I'm gonna say it again, trying hard, I'm trying hard not to look like I'm trying, because every time I tried hard for love, it fell apart, how can you write that in a song and it sound good, but you did, and it did, um, that's a fabulous line, that is, I'm, that's just hitting me, I'm like, like, I screamed, I was like, yes, exactly, um, and that just one time vocal line, um, where they hold it out, super great. I loved it. That's another one that I'll be like heartbreak crying to driving in my car with the windows open, feeling free, but also feeling like crushed. Um, it's that kind of a song. It's like dance and scream. So you don't cry, but you cry anyway, but love this song. I really, really loved it. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Electric touch. Like it's like, it's electric. Like it can spark me up and light me up or it could burn me. Like it's crazy. I love this song. Okay, (laughs) this is so cute. This one, When Emma Falls in Love, was the next track. The piano at the beginning was so sweet. I could just tell that it was an Aaron Dessner song. It was so pure. I just hear his influence in it. Really reminds me of Evermore's song. It just kind of reminds me of Dorothea a little bit. Um, And I don't know if it's just because it's like a name um, song, but I kind of feel like it felt like, hey, Dorothea, you know, it was cute, um, and the lyrics in this one, I can't get over them, there are so many lines that I'm gonna read out that I'm just gonna freak out over, Little Miss Sunshine always looks for when it's going to rain, really, like, gosh, gosh, that just sounds, like, that hits too close to home, although I don't know that I'm Little Miss Sunshine, you know, I feel like stuff works out for me, but I'm always still look, looking for how it's not going to, and so in that, aspect you know um but yeah I I love that part and then the part where she says to tell you the truth sometimes I wish I was her was bittersweet it 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 was and I don't really know why I think it's because it's like maybe I don't know because it's whoever Emma is I just keep imagining Emma Stone I don't even know if it's who she's talking about but seems to fit I guess (laughs) um 
it just feels like it's like oh she's so special and she's great and whatever and maybe taylor's just like i mean as a woman there is that little bit of comparison you, you can be so you can recognize how wonderful people are um especially other women and just be like oh she's so great she's so special she's sweet whatever and then you just have this little oh i wish i was like that or i wish i was i wish i was her you know um yeah i can relate to that so i love the banjo in second verse it was fabulous and i just it made me happy it made me very happy it was just like i love how country this album is you know um like country rock like all of it i love it um I just, I thought it was great. And then this line, she takes on the pain and bears it on her own. Um, wow. That's a lot. That that reminds me of me in high school. Like, it wasn't healthy. It wasn't fun. But it reminds me of me in high school. Um, and this, when Emma falls in love, she's in it for keeps. She will never walk away unless she knows she absolutely has to leave. Oh my gosh, that one hit me hard. I was like, exactly. Like, I'm never gonna just walk away from someone because I don't care. Because I you know, when I fall in love, I'm like, yeah, like you, like, I'm in it to win it, baby, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, it's, it's such a sweet song, I, I just, I can't get over it, it's so, like, lyrically, oh my gosh, it's great, I love the, um, the piano, and I love the lyrics, like, it's such a pretty song, and I feel like I'm gonna have to listen to it, like, more times, because I just keep, getting deeper messages every time I like think about a lyric so yeah this is definitely going to be one of my favorites oh alrighty <laughs> that last song was I can see you what when I heard the distorted vocals I was like what and then that just carried the through the whole song yeah this one is sexy and sassy and catchy like dang I don't even I don't even know it's it's at one point I was like okay Taylor like back off a little bit um yeah this one was cool <laughs> I don't know what to say about this one it was I love the guitar the little like like I don't know I, I'm not gonna sing it it's too it's too late in the night it's like 1 20 when I'm recording this um because it takes forever to record an album review I started this at 11 o'clock you people um but anyway yeah this one was good. It was super catchy. It was really like, I don't know. It was, I mean, it was sensual. It was a definitely a sensual song. Surprises me that it's on Speak Now because I'm like, oh, whatever. But, um, I liked it. I did. Uh, like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, honestly, I liked it. I'm not saying I didn't like it, but like, I'm speechless right now and I don't know, like, speak not, tacky winch. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't, I, I can't say what I think about this song <laughs> because I'm, I'm caught off guard. I really am. Like, it's just like a surprise attack. You know, you hear it when Emma falls in love, all of that, like, ah, and then I can see you and you're like, what? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, catchy and very like, whoa. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause I don't, I can't say anything. I, I don't have coherent thoughts about this one. It's very interesting and I like it, but I'm also like, what the heck? So yeah. All right. That track was Castle's Crumbling. This is probably the hardest I've cried through the whole record. The fact that she wrote that at 19 is so heartbreaking. <laughs> Um, the beginning was not how I would expect a song featuring Haley Williams to start out, but I completely understood it when Taylor began to sing. It's so sad. It's like the precursor to nothing new, but it's so like, oh my gosh, like, <sighs> the lyrics, it's just like, I used to be great, they used to cheer, like, oh my gosh, Haley's voice sounds amazing, and it sounds great walls of regret like how is she writing that stuff I don't even I don't even know like this is so sad this is just so much pressure like I can't believe how much pressure she was under at 18 19 and how that just must have grown and it really honestly sounded like it reminded me of like reputation era when everyone actually you know when it was trendy to hate her I don't know. This song is just so... It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um, yeah. 
um gosh it's just I don't know what to say about it it's it sounded beautiful it did but it just it hurts me that a 19 year old was talking about Wall's regret and them hating her like like I wasn't like I know that people kept saying that she wasn't writing her in songs so is this like an explanation of that feeling of like they're discrediting me they don't think that I did my own work like I'm not really sure but I know that it's heartbreaking that a 19 year old would go through this and that she would think like just how precious she was in fearless era and how that's when she was writing stuff like this you know when she was going on tour and stuff she was writing songs like this like what it's so good it's so beautiful but um yeah and the backing vocals really do remind me of innocent i wonder if that was like a conscious choice or if it's just very speak now ish um but that's something i noticed wow that is sad and Haley williams sounds gorgeous i feel like she's a very good choice for this song and they they definitely have got to sing this on tour okay the next track is foolish one this is so sweet and such a call out and so oh my gosh it's just it's very humbling um the line you give me just enough to keep my hopes too high and my hopes too high i can't even say it um yeah you give me just enough attention to keep my hopes too high wow I feel like it's very cheeky, kind of down to earth. I think I could relate to this a lot in high school, but some even now. I mean, I'm the same person, and I still want love, so you yeah, know. But I'm I'm better at boundaries. But in high school, I was like completely, like literally, this was me to a T. Like, stop checking the mailbox, hoping he wrote you back. It's been six months. Stop it. Um, <laughs> and I. I hate players and guys who string you along. They're so horrible. Listen to your gut, ladies. If you feel like something's wrong, something's probably wrong. Rather be too aggressive than, like, stick around for ages. Um, I mean, I say that as I'm speaking into a mic, and there's no love life of mine happening. Um, but I love that she closed out the song with, like, Foolish one, your time is going to come for confessions of love. He just wasn't the one. I love how she flipped it on its head. Like, it will happen for you, but just stop being so stupid like girl you're making yourself learn the hard way that this guy is not it okay like your time will come but this is not the guy for you sweetie um so yeah I love this one it's so cute it's so sweet and it's very like like just like very just brings you down to earth just like stop it like come on you're like have some dignity and you're gonna be okay I promise Okay, before I get into the last track, I just had a thought about Castles Crumbling. That's about the BMAs, isn't it? Yeah, it probably is. That's sad. That's very sad. Okay, we're going to continue, though. Um, The last track, which is the one that I claimed before I heard any of them, very glad I did, was Timeless. Yeah, I love this one. Um, The light, stringy guitar at the beginning is so pretty. And I love, love that she mentioned antique shops because that was a huge thing for her back in this era and something that I um, loved about her, like her cozy, comfy, vibey, like boho kind of fashion during this era and just sundresses, but knit sweaters, side braids, comfy, but classic, but cute. This just reminds me of, like, the Mind music video, this song, um, which is something that I love. Um, it, it encapsulates this era very, very well. Um, this honestly sounds like me. I love that she said in these photos I saw us instead. I love old photos, love looking at people's old photos. Like, I can be, I always feel, like, creepy when I'm like, I want to see you as a little kid, or I want to see, like, your parents as teenagers or something, but I love, <laughs> that does sound creepy, actually, <laughs> um, but I love looking at old photos. That's probably one of the reasons why I love my job so much. I get to kind of uh, research old photos from my area, and I get to research and write articles on them, like small little pieces at the back of our magazine, and so I get to look at photos from the 1920s and the 1950s and just research that setting, what, where were they, what were they doing, and what were the fashion trends, or what's something that I can say about this photo, and so I have a huge fascination, like even before I started my job, huge fascination with old photos and so this song is like perfect and I love that she said in a lo- in another lifetime you still would have turned my head 
Like, that's so cute. And then she goes through all of these things, like, you know, if you're going off to war, or if I was forced to marry another man, you'll still be mine. Like, it's so, so dramatic, so nostalgic, but so cute, and it's timeless. It's so beautiful. And I'm so glad I claimed the song, because it's nostalgic, and it's beautiful, and it's calming, it's optimistic. And in short, I really do feel like it encapsulates this album. This album is timeless to me, and to everyone who's been listening to this album. It's timeless. It is beautiful. It is magnificent this re-recording of this album was incredible i cannot believe this this whole album my gosh definitely doing a re-listen in the car tomorrow on the way to work i'm so excited yes i do have to get up for work tomorrow we're not gonna say anything about that but um yeah i really hope you enjoy this review um i can't even speak this review episode i can't believe this album released on July 7th. 7 is my lucky number. Um, it's just perfect. This whole situation is so, so perfect. So if you loved this episode, please share it, tweet it, tag me on Instagram, tag me on Twitter, whatever, um, and let me know what you thought about it. Comment below, what is your favorite Speak Now song? Um, what's your favorite song from the vault tracks, you know? Um, and please subscribe to the podcast because even though I may not be talking about Taylor Swift all the time, I kind of talk about Taylor Swift all the time. Um, so I really hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for your support on Countdown to Speak Now. If you have not listened to those episodes, feel free to go listen. They'll be up all the time. So it'll be great. Um, but thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed. I love you so much and I will talk to you when I talk to you next. Bye and enjoy Taylor Swift's Speak Now, Taylor's version.